Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk TV Live. I'm your host, Barbara Barnett, executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine and author of Chasing Zebras, the unofficial guide to House MD. And also part of the author, partial author, I suppose, of the uh, Zombie Love Anthology, Still Hungry for Your Love. Buy it in uh, paperback or uh, in ebook from Amazon or everywhere else. Books are sold. So now that I've gotten my my little advertising over for the night, <laughs> we are joined by Our Heart Chrissy. Hello, Chrissy. Hi. How are you? I am good. I am, like, totally um, conflicted because at 7 o'clock uh, at Central Time, I'm in Chicago, the absolutely freezing cold, frigid, snowy Chicago, <laughs> um, almost human airs on, uh, on Monday nights. Followed by Sleepy Hollow. Yes, so, I know. I'm, I'm like dying. I'm dying over here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you're you know the show airs in a little while there. Um, it's not airing right now in Seattle. It is airing so, here, and it is I'm being. Manning, I'm manning your, the East Coast Twitter feed. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and I uh, I've actually I already saw um, Almost Human. Oh, how um, was it? Over the weekend. It? Yeah, it was great. Um, so I have been in communication Yay. with the guys at Fox. Awesome. And I am, uh, it was funny because I said, I, you know, I'd love to cover it like I did House. And uh, right. they remembered me, and they did, which was really nice. And That's I got cool. a, a lovely email from them, from the from the PR guy at uh, Fox that said, um yeah, great. We wonderful. Thank you for covering it. Thank you for your interest. Um, would I be able to? I, I wanted to set up interviews, and, and he says, you know, would you be right. able to use transcripts from a couple of conference calls that we had in the interim while they set up some interviews with uh, producers and cast? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited, and That's so I cool. so I did um, I did an article about Almost Human. Uh, I think I published it. I want to say Saturday, maybe Saturday, um, I published yeah. it, and uh, I, I'm really loving it. Have you seen it at all? I have. I've only seen the first two episodes. I'm like three episodes behind now. Two episodes. Well, I will be. Two, two episodes two, No, behind. three, wait. Uh, no, you're right, three episodes. Cause It'll there be have three been episodes, now. but they're but DVR'd. I just haven't watched them yet. Okay. I liked it. I mean, I thought it, it's very interesting in that it's so technical, you know, it's so sci-fi-ish, you know, very all high technology, and, and I like the concept of it, you know, the fact that the, the partner is sort of the old version, <laughs> the old cop version, I was like, okay, the old Yeah, you know, he's, you know, um, John Kennex is sort of like this, you know, kind of streetwise, da- he's damaged, everyone's damaged, no one's yeah, really human. Everyone- you know, the, that's you kind like. of the interesting conceit of it is that everyone's, no one's really completely human. So you have, right. um, um, you have, of course, uh, John Kennex, who is Carl Urban's character, and he is 
physically not 100% human because he has a bionic leg. Right, right. That's a, you know, it's an an, essentially an android leg. Um, exactly. And so then you have um, Michael Ely's character, who is Dorian, this um, android. And, of course, in, in a lot of ways, Dorian is more human than uh, John Kennex is. Because right. Dorian was created um, to have an emotional life and to feel and to be compassionate and uh, to connect with people. And so he is actually, in a lot of ways, far more human than um, Kennex is, which is interesting. Right. So there, there's an interesting um, perspective there. And then you have um, the, there was a cute moment in tonight's show. Um, I, I hope I'm not giving too much away, but it's a really, it's, it's not a major plot point. So John right. Kennex goes into, he's, he's looking for his partner, Dorian, because that's his cop partner is Dorian. And he goes down to the dressing room, uh, the locker room for the android cops. And he goes down there. And of course they're in various states of undress. Right. <laughs> and so he's like shocked. They're all like Ken dolls. Right. There's nothing down there. So, That's so he's like, and it's a hilarious moment, made even more hilarious because that now they're in the car, you know, and they're in the cruiser and they're going along, right. and uh, and uh, and Kenick says to Dorian, "It's like, yeah, wow, did, did you? I mean, they're all they're all Ken dolls. Did you know they're all Ken dolls?" Right. And he's like, "Well, yeah." And then he says to Dorian, "Well, um, like, are you like that?" <laughs> and Dorian so looks funny. at him and he says, No, I'm just like you. <laughs> right. And offers well, to show because you don't think of it that way, but I think it's right. really cool that they it's they, a they, really they it's like that. wow. Yeah, like they're mannequins. Yeah, they're mannequins. Yeah, they're mannequins. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So that so Dorian so offers to sh- to put on a show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, he doesn't care because he's an android. Right, right. right. What does he care? What does he care? Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's lovely. But, you know, I have to say my big, and I said this last week, I think, my big discovery of this this series, I have my favorite character. Okay. You know, I I tend to like the quirky characters. Right. You know, John Kennex, you know, he's sort of, the James Kirk of the thing, right? Because he's kind of the right, big hero, right. and we're all supposed to fall in love with him and all that. Right. And I was, ne- I never bought and into he's... stuff like that. I know. See, and you I know, think he's dreamy. <laughs> huh? What? I think he, I think he's dreamy. He's totally. Oh, hero. he's 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 very handsome. But I just like I never go for those guys. Um, it's true, I don't, and it's kind of hard to fall in love with an android. Although it's really easy because he's really easy on the eyes, and I love his character. Right. I love oh, Dorian. Yeah. Dorian's creator is the scientist, right. Doctor Rudy. Doctor Rudy Lom. And he's pretty quirky, let me tell you. But you you like those type of characters. I do. (laughs) You know, and I have to say, I have to say this. I went and I actually, um, I actually went and did a little bit. I I actually, to be honest, um, Rudy is played by Mackenzie Crook. And a lot of people know who Mackenzie Crook is because he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. And he was on the BBC version of The Office. 
Um, yeah. And um, he's been in a lot of stuff like that. But I didn't really know much about him. Um, right. And he is, uh, he's great. He is great. He's, he's a, first of all, he's, he's a great stage actor, um, yeah. a critically acclaimed stage actor. Um, and, but also a brilliant children's author and artist. Wow. See, and I was surprised by that because I would never have expected that from him. Yeah. Well, he's, he also, I mean, he got to start doing stand-up. Wow. Com- he's a comedian. That's but, incredible. And it's, so I've read a couple of interviews because I, I, to be honest, the, that was the interview I really asked for. So yeah. um, when I... Because he's, I, he seems like a really interesting guy to talk to, yeah, um, to talk true. about the craft. And this is a guy who's done stand-up comedy, television, serious period films, um, uh-huh. and uh, and 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 stage plays. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, Lydia, and I want to talk about Six by Sondheim in a minute. I loved it. Um, HBO was kind enough to send me a screener, and I just. I watched it. Um, uh, I watched it um, Saturday night, and it was. Oh, wonderful. I haven't. I haven't heard it, about it, that one. You'll have to tell me. I didn't hear about yeah, that I, one. You know, I don't. I think I don't know if it premiered last night or um, tonight. I can't remember. Gosh, and so I don't want to give too many. Well, it's a documentary. How many spoilers can you give? Um, right. But anyway, I, oh, it's tonight. Okay, so I'm going to give a little preview of it. So um, I will do that as soon as I, I'm done talking about Almost Human. So, um, but yes, so I'm I'm really, so I, I actually specifically asked if I could do uh, an interview with Mackenzie Crook. Um, right. So I, uh, I've heard some interviews. I mean, whenever I ask to do an interview, I always see how they interview with other people. Yeah, and that's the best thing to do. You know, before I even think yeah. of doing an interview with someone. Um, right. listen to other interviews and read other interviews and see how I might approach it differently. Um, so I did, and I, I just think he'll be, he would be just a great interview. Um, and, uh, by the way, I think he would, he would, he would make a great, uh, Galen in Apothecary. If, you know, uh, if, like, Robert, you if know Robert what? Hart. I kind of, I see that. Yeah. I could yeah, see if, that if, totally. If, you know, if, if if Mr. Carlisle is not available or if he's, like, too old by the time the thing is actually made into, if it ever gets made into a movie, this is my pipe dream, right? Um, so, hang on, I'm going to put Jimmy on because he's here now. Oh, goodie. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, sorry, I'm late. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. Yeah. You're late. We were wondering. <laughs> we were like, what's Jimmy? So you had a good excuse. You had a good excuse. You were visiting Grandma, which is good. Um, yeah. So. We'll allow it. So I want to ask before I go, because we've, we've been talking about Almost Human a little bit. Are you caught up with it? Mm-hmm. So what I do you am think not. Now? I only watched the pilot. You only oh, watched the pilot. I love the pilot, but I... Okay, I'm so... I'm episodes in, too, so I'm, I'm okay, like Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> so I've watched, I've watched all five episodes. I'm going to be reviewing it weekly. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're now going to have two people on Blog Critics reviewing it weekly, which is interesting. <laughs> um, but I, I like to... We'll do, get some different like takes. Well, and you know what my take is usually I don't usually do a recap. So, um right. I like to pick something that, you know, whether it's the technology, whether it's the commentary, um whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um so I've written a couple of articles on it. I'm really liking it. 
Um, it is a procedural, but within that, the oh. fact that it is, well, I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, it's a police procedural, but I think in a way it's a police procedural the way House was a medical procedural. Whether it's as well written as House, I'm not sure yet. I mean, House was a brilliantly written show. Um, mm-hmm. But I love the dialogue. I love it. I love the acting. Um, the characters all have suggested backstories because the acting is good enough so that um, so that you wonder. Like I, I was talking, I was just saying that the, the character of Rudy Lam, the, the scientist who created the androids, uh-huh. Um, who's played by the wonderful Mackenzie Crook, who was in You Love Brick TV. Mm-hmm. He was in the original Office. Yes, he was uh, the, the bright character, Gareth. Yes, he was Gareth in uh, in the Office, and, and he, was he was in, in Pirates the... of the Caribbean. I'm yeah. sorry? Yeah, he was going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, right. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, he's mostly known as a comic actor, but his and his part in Almost Human is not. It's sort of got some comic overtones but there's a lot more mm-hmm. going on with that character so he's kind of becoming my my favorite character on that show very much so um, you know I go for the quirky types um, so Lydian was saying that, that the uh, there's a, a documentary on HBO called Six by Sondheim Do you, I love Stephen mm-hmm. Sondheim he's probably my favorite musical theater, composer, writer, I say. I mean, Sweeney Todd, Les Mis and Sweeney Todd are my two favorite musicals. Les Mis was mm-hmm. not written by Stephen Sondheim, but Stephen Sondheim wrote Candide, West Side Story, Sweeney Todd, um, Folly, into the Woods. Into the woods. Um, yes. So You know, Sondheim, interesting thing about Sondheim, Every episode of Desperate Housewives is a Sondheim lyric. Every episode. Is that right? And a little night music. For eight seasons. Yeah. Um, The thing about Sondheim, the thing about Sondheim's work is that um, he, he, it's, it's really smart. I mean, his lyrics are really smart. They move fast. Um, it's re- it's really really well done. the The documentary Six by Sondheim is excellent. It's a really long documentary. It's like it's a feature length documentary. Lots of great mm-hmm. interviews with him. Um, lots of wonderful um, uh, clips from his shows. Um, just really wonderful uh, discussion about how he was influenced by um, Oscar Hammerstein very much influenced by Oscar Hammerstein um, and uh, played with his son all the time. So he practically lived at the Hammerstein house. Um, So I am, um, yes, I just a great, definitely Lydian, you are going to be in for such a treat. Um, I've been in a little night music um, and I also AD'd it. I I was assistant director in it and I have, um, Sung Coralie um, Sweeney Todd and um, just and West Side Story and I've been in West Side Story and so I, I mean I just adore I adore Sondheim so um, anyone who's a fan of Sondheim is going to really enjoy it 
Um, I can't hit those notes, though, um, from Sweeney Todd of uh, um, Green Finch and Linnet Bird anymore. Those are a little high for me. <laughs> but I used to know the, the libretto of Sweeney Todd by heart, as well as a little night music. Um, anyway, enough of that. Enough of musical theater. Um, anyway, so uh, let's go. Let's talk about Once Upon a Time because I want to make sure we do that while Jimmy is still here. So tell me, I'm going to ask Jimmy first, because Chrissy, you and I talked a little bit about it before the yeah. show. So um, tell me, Jimmy, what did you think of last night's episode? Um, mostly <laughs> I, I liked it. <laughs> you but know, I, okay, so that we're three, okay, so we're three for three here. We're pretty, yeah. We're three for three, slightly ambivalent. Yes. Yes? I, yeah, I, I would yeah. say so. I mean, for me, like, there were some like good I, moments, but yes, so, some yeah, of them were telegraphed rather than explicit, and then there yeah. were some moments that just really fell short of expectation. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, yeah, like I was saying to Barbara earlier, I was just like, you know, okay, so he, so Charming drinks this elixir and he's fine. There's no mention mm-hmm. of like where the hell is, you know. There's no concern, I guess, or there's no question as to. You know, where is Rumpel's shadow? What's about the dagger? Um, he's got his magic fine. He's fine. He comes out of the Pandora's box and everything's fine. And then you've got, you know, then you've got the fairy tale. Well, Barbara, I mean, both. I, I was like, what was the point of that? Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, I was thing? not. I was not. I was not happy with the flashback scenes. Well, I, I thought the flashbacks were meant to inform Emma. On Emma's story this this week, it just yeah. was not very. There was just way too much flashback for the little bit of development we got for Emma. The payoff wasn't earned. Yeah, was un- I, yeah, yeah. I think I don't that's know. true. Um, just, the thing that really just, bothered me was the beginning when they're all hugging and their reunion, and nobody pays attention to Felix, and he could easily have slipped away. And then Henry's just oh, like, "Hey, what about Felix over here?" And then, you oh, know, yeah. well, yeah, well, there's that, you know, I like the darlings, of course, they all finally reunited after however many years or whatever, and so I guess supposedly they're going back to England, I guess, but that was, yeah. so. oh, I guess they're going to go home now. Yeah, hang on, Angela says, um, I like the parallels between Snow and Emma, and Lydian says, yeah, Ariel and, Ar- and Eric's, I like that, by the way. Yeah, that was really I like that. cute. I really I liked the thing with, with Ariel and Eric. Um, was I was, and she thought it was flat. I mean, I think they just, you know, the thing is that they just said, okay, here we are, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yay, we're done. But I think they did that with a lot of things yesterday. I just, everything mm-hmm. was yeah. too, was too on the nose. Too on the nose. Everyone's happy. And I know the sh- the storm is going to happen, okay? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She Angela says she. I wanted all the reunions flushed out. Yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely agree. And they really weren't. And and as right. as Christy said, I also think that, um, that you know, with all of the the deal that was made about Dream Shade. Yeah. You know that it's like, oh, okay, here, here, have the elixir. Yeah. We're done. You know. And then he's like. Um, takes the elixir and he's like, oh, I feel better, kiss. I'm just like, what the hell is this? Like, I was just, it just 
was so I was I was underwhelmed. I guess is a good way. <laughs> I think it was anticlimactic. Yeah. Well, I mean, after I mean, the guy was like hiding it from snow for like a week, and he's you know trudging through Neverland, and he's hurting, and he you know, and Hook helps right. him, and it was this huge build up. Like, oh my God, is he gonna die? And then they just dropped the ball. It was like it was just like okay, well that's done. Let's just move on. I was just like well, I didn't even mention that part in my review because it made absolutely no impression in the episode, and it really yeah. should have been a major plot point. It yeah. should have been. It was really really depressing that it that they didn't. I just feel like they just moved it too along too, way too quickly, and and I just think that I don't know if they just didn't want to deal with it anymore or I don't know what their problem was but I mean they know I I think you know I think everything got just kind of getting tied up really in these neat little packages and um and I and I realized that next week is going to be like this big um you know crazy storm of they really so, going to make a loser lose their memory again? I mean, come on. If they do that, I'm going to be really upset. I don't, I hope because, not. So, okay, so is so is Mother Superior really dead? The the promo so picture for be next mad. week. I know, Jimmy. I was very upset. I'm like, no, there goes my whole theory out the door. Well, <laughs> not necessarily because, well, I first of all, I don't think she's dead. And if they did, that's way too big a character to kill off in such an understated fashion. But they did everything right. that way last night. I mean, they did everything. I know, but uh, I know. All right, but yeah. still, it, everything was done really simplistically. Yeah. Okay. So Angela, yep. Angela agrees with me, and I haven't said this. Um, they will use belief in fairies to bring her back. Tink, right? Okay. Instead of tink, you know, clap. Ha. Yes, clap. Uh, <laughs> exactly what I was saying. You were you were writing clap it. Clap if you believe. I was saying, yeah, and the pixie dust, and the pixie dust. I bet yeah. the pixie dust ends up bringing her back. And and in, okay. in order for the pixie dust to work, remember, because Tink can't, can no longer get the pixie dust to work. Right, right? because she doesn't so, believe. So she can get the pixie dust to work, and she can bring Mother Superior back. Then she okay. will have faith in herself again, and she will get right. her wings just like Clarence. Oops, no, wrong, wrong thing. Oh, um, Clarence. <laughs> Well, I think the pixie dust have to put a part in the mid-season finale, because else why would they even bring it up and address it this week? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, okay, so so then we can revisit my theory, which is that she's been behind the whole thing. Why why did Pam Pam go after her first? Yeah, why did Pam go after her Well, and that can actually support your theory, because if she is behind the whole thing, he knew that he needed to remove her from the game. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. And then there's the revenge. You know, there's also the vengeance. Right. The vengeance. Didn't David? Um, David, he didn't he say that there was going to be a lot of blue fairy stuff coming up when we talked to him? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. So So I, I think that that yes, um, David did say that. Now, um, so. Um, the the thing that the other thing that kind of made me a little nervous was um, how completely redeemed Rumple is. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm like, what the hell? I mean, what where's is the he, darkness? He, you know, he's yeah, he's always one. my favorite. 
my favorite tormented character. I hope they don't simplify him so much. Oh my god. Well, that that would make me really sad. He, he came out of the Pandora's box. No mention of the dark one. I mean, the, the Pandora's box is supposed to hold the evil, right? So then that would let's just say he's released then that would mean the dark one isn't released. Like, the dark one stays trapped in Pandora's box. But apparently that isn't the case. I mean, he came out. He's fine. He's got his magic. I don't, I don't get it. Like, there's no mention of it at all. Yeah, I'd I like to know. Angela says he'll always be flawed. I hope. I would really like, I would really hate to see his character simplify. Oh, yeah, so... He was definitely happy to be back with all, and that was a really oh, yeah. scene. I really love that scary. scene. Uh, I wish we was, had more of it. I wish we had yeah. had a little bit more of Rumbell. I would have been happier with it. He's like yeah. long, but they were adorable. Yeah, it was. It was very. It was adorable, and he. I loved him all rumpled like he was. <laughs> yeah, with his hair yeah. sort of flying all over I the place. We got to see him come off the bow with his leather, though, and then all of a sudden he's in back in the suit. I mean, back in the suit. <laughs> insane. I, I knew I, I was expecting that. We wanted the leather. <laughs> but, yes, you know, Jesus, he was on, on his best behavior. Yeah, uh, he was. And Angela says, yeah. Pandora's box didn't seem to have much effect on him for having all the evil yeah. in the world. Exactly. That's right. That's right. But see, now what I'm wondering what they might do Maybe it's a gradual thing. Like maybe he's going to start like having nightmares and things, and maybe things are going to be. I wish a, a slow progression because that would be interesting. And I wish Robert uh, although, would rock that. Oh, he would totally rock that. Um, yeah. I I wish. I, I have a feeling though that it's not. I think I think um, that's going to end up being for the realm of fan fiction. And by the way, yeah. somebody asked me today, and I don't know if they're listening in, but said, "Help! I want to start writing fan fiction. Um, where do I start?" And so this is what I say to them: Why don't you start with what is the effect of rom- here's a fan fiction assignment for you all writing. Because I'm actually thinking of writing a writing uh, writing a writing prompt book. How about oh, that? Oh, that's a good idea. That's yeah, a great sci- idea. Sci- sci-fi writing prompt book. It wasn't my idea, but it, it's uh, it's something I might be doing. But here's a writing that's prompt. Cool. So Rumpel was in the in Pandora's box. What was the effect? What haven't we seen? There's so much that happens with him that we don't see. So what is right. the effect of, what are the nightmares of his time in Pandora's like box? He's going to have to have, like, all of the all the uh, evils that were in there now floating around in his head, you know. I know. That Wouldn't, that make an Wouldn't that make an amazing That's, fan fiction story? That would be really oh, yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, wish I, was writing, I wish I was writing fan fiction because I'm not writing fan fiction now. So... Um, I'm spending my time writing, like, and I have a meeting with a publisher tomorrow. Not about apothecary, though. About one of oh, my other. Oh, No, no, no. Well, but it's, it's good. It's good. It's one about my other nonfiction um, book. So, um, which is oh, excellent. Cool. So, um, well, which I can't. I tell you. So, um, I, I so, actually, I've decided I'm writing a web series. Yeah. That. That's that really exciting. Up. That's very exciting. I know, I know. Well, one of the one of the well creators slash producers, 
producer or whatever of this other web series I was talking to her. She's like, this is really good. And so I'm like, well, I don't know how to write a script, you know. <laughs> so she ha- sent ha- me a thingy. So sure. I, I, I've, got, I've got it all outlined out, actually. So right now I have it in seven seasons. But they're okay. short, you know. So like each season would have yeah, like, yeah. Well, like web five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So each each season would have like five to six episodes, and they would probably run you know maybe like twelve to fifteen minutes a piece, depending yeah. on you know. So yeah. Anyway, that's gonna be cool. But anyway, sorry. I just so yeah. No, no, that's okay. Um, plug for Chrissy's web series. Um. Yay. So yeah. So so that's uh the fan fiction assignment. Um. I think it'd make a great fan fiction story. Um. So. Okay, so I want to go on to what is going to happen next week. The mid-season finale oh, is next man. week. Oh, man. I'm really not. I'm underwhelmed. I don't know if I believe in. I don't know if I'm going to feel good. You know what I mean? Like, are they really going to give us a really good mid-season finale that we're going to be freaking over and, and can't wait to come back to? Or are they going to give us more of this blast? That's what I'm um, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you know, what What do you guys think? I mean, do you think there's going to be any deaths? I think it's going to be awesome, too. Because, you know, if there's one thing that I've discovered from following television all these years and writing about it <clears throat> um, is that generally people save their powder for the finale. Yeah. And um, I think it's going to be, I mean, the the, the, pre- the preview, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little froggy-throated tonight. Um, I think it's because it's like 10 degrees here. Um, it's really cold. Um, but they tend to save their best episodes for the sweeps or for the finales, <clears throat> which are usually during sweeps, um, which this isn't. But... Um, do, do you think that there's going to be, uh, you know, of course, you know, everybody hears rumors about deaths. Well, um, I mean, it's, oh, crap, I, mean, the, I don't the, know. Um, you know, the press release for um, next week's episode is that um, Pan's curse that he wants to enact will kill them all. Not the that. Okay. That's, that's That's what the press release says. So um, it says, on the winter finale of Once Upon a Time, the race is on to stop Pan from enacting another curse on the residents of Storybrooke, which could end the lives of everyone in town. And then it says... The lives as they know it, they're not like going to physically die. Well, but wait. They just forget everything. Oh, but this is... This is what it says. Going home, in the winter finale, the race is on to stop Pan... Um, from doing the curse, which could kill every living soul in town. What? That's not the way we presented it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in this episode. I know. Well, I, I, first of all, but they can't do this whole, like, everybody forgets their memories again. I mean, that would be so stupid. So, and I could so, see, I could, well, I could see them, like, you know, at the very final, you know, everyone's down for the count, and then they come back, and I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Rumple or or Regina kind of realize Regina would probably be the one who, once she realized that, you know, Pan was in Henry's body, 
then she might, you know, be able to have some kind of a protection spell or something that she she does without anybody knowing. So maybe when we come back, everybody, you know, right. is fine. They might now, do here's that. the list. Here's here's the list of guest stars. Um, okay. So we have, of course, we have Grumpy. We have Blue. Right. Um, right. There's a valet. Uh, Archie um, is in. Granny, Doc, Sneezy, Sleepy, Dopey, Happy, and Bashful. Smee. Okay. We've got Smee. Yay, Smee. On the scene. Oh, that's interesting. Well, that makes sense. So that's, that makes back. sense. Yeah. Pan, um, Tinkerbell, Malcolm is back. Oh, she. Oh, Rumpel's dad. So Pan hmm. has to at some so point. Um, oh, yeah. I have to say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I've seen some uh, f- um, photography that was taken during uh, the filming of the episode. Mm-hmm. And it shows Rumple with his dagger, by the way. <laughs> Somehow he gets his dagger back. How does he get it? It just magically appears in his hair. It's there. And and he is holding on to Pan, and in one of the shots, he is stabbing him in the back um, with with the dagger. And there's another shot. Spoilers are released. Well, they weren't officially released. Those aren't. Okay, that's not part still. of the official. That's. Not, I know they're out there. It is a spoiler because it's not part of the official publicity thing. Um, well, that's a huge thing, though, for them to the let out. Yeah. Well, they didn't let it out. I mean, those are just like candidates that someone took. I don't. Those oh, aren't okay. official. Those aren't official set pictures. No. If they were no. official set pictures, they'd be on the on the ABC net. Media now, mm-hmm. they're not. Um, those are okay. not official. Those are pictures that somebody who was there just clicked pictures. I hope they um, faked it for <laughs> what? Just to mess with people. Just so to mess, yeah. They fake that staging just to mess with people. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so there was a there was a switch. Um, so that there's another shot that has Rumpel in the same position. Um, but it's now it's Malcolm. Jeez, so, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. And of course, um, you know, Rumple and Pan go head to head. So yeah, we don't know. Maybe they'll all, you know, maybe it'll be like, um, you know, the end of season one on Stargate Universe where everybody looks like they're dead or dying. <laughs> and then oh we have to come back. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, it's probably they're probably just gonna toss out the whole cast, and the, the rest of the show is gonna start Pan and Felix because they took over, and they'll yeah. bring in new characters. They could, they could. Um, <laughs> no, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, of course, there are the rumors that somebody from the main cast is gonna die. I will believe cast. it. When I see it. It's, it does not seem likely given the type of show Once Upon a Time is. But the only we'll person that would make that, I mean, could possibly, maybe, could be Henry, possibly, after all that. Oh, I was going to say Hook. Yeah, oh, I know, but I think, I, I, I think Hook, though, everybody likes him too much. That, they would be, that, that would be awful if they killed Hook. 
I mean, it would be, but everybody else's family. Yeah, everyone else's family. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They could kill David, and then Snow finds out she's pregnant with his child after he's dead. Ooh. Oh, my God. You know what? That would be very soapy. I would actually. That's that's what I would do if I was writing the show. Okay, so Angela says most of the cast has been shown filming for future apps, except there's been no rumple. That's what I heard. They can't kill Rumple. Well, I, to, uh, if they kill Rumple, they kill Rumpel, the show. we're done. The show's done. Oh, my God. The, Podcast the over. <laughs> my, well, my life is, yeah. Now, wait a way. second. Would you really think I would kill my podcast if they killed Rumple? I, I don't would know. be like, what's the point of watching? Probably not. He, but... he, he's, the I most, would... he's the most exciting part of the entire show. That's why people are, are so, uh, I think, really, I mean, to be honest, the rest of the cast is fabulous, but I tune in mainly for him, to be honest with you. Him and, and I think a lot of people do. I think, you know, and, Angela says, yeah, and, and I, I'm sh- I, I can't, I would be, and I actually wrote this into my review, I would be absolutely shocked if they if they killed him. Uh, of course, you know, in the mm-hmm. preview, you see him being thrown against the wall, and um, you see Belle is crying. Of course, we're meant to think that something untoward happens to Rumpel. Um, and, or maybe they'll kill Belle. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That would make Rumpel a lot darker character again. I mean, the show could survive without Belle. It would, it would take off a lot of shipper fans, but the show could survive without her. The show could survive without a lot of the characters. It could not survive without Rumpel. He's far yeah, too big. I think, yeah, He's I think really got to be safe, and Emma's got to be safe. And I think yeah. Henry's going to be safe because shows shy away from killing kids. Yeah, they're not going like to kill a kid. Um, I think that that's probably true. I mean, Rumple is—he's so involved in all the storylines, right. and um, yeah, everyone. He's the instigate. Yeah, as Angela says, the instigator of everything he's really you know he's really in the engine of the show in a lot of ways even though it's nominally it's snow white's story um he's really david i was kind of hoping they'd leave him in neverland i I really was i'm sorry (laughs) so you know this is the thing and you know this is the argument that i sometimes have with my my dear friends and fans the rumbellers um and and I'm rumbler. I, you know, I admit it. I really love the, them together. But this mm-hmm. is the this is the thing that really um, that made me a little nervous last night is they are so happy right now. You know, mm-hmm. this is like happily ever after time, and I hope that that goes away. Um, I, I oh, it will. Yeah, I know. They're gonna have tension on the yeah. show because what happens yeah, I mean, is happy, happy characters lead to bland characters, and where mm-hmm. do you go? I mean, there's nowhere to go. Um, right. When when they try to force a character like Snow, who is happy, to go down these darker paths, it just doesn't really work. Like her character, no, because right. she's she's you know, too she's, yeah, she's too good. Yeah. And, they could have done, and it becomes less believable when they show that she's not. But they could have yeah. they could have continued down that route had when she when she killed 
Cora. But they didn't Even stick that with it. I was getting bored with, though. Like, the, well, they didn't stick with I don't it. Know. They didn't it was just it right. annoying to have whiny, depressed snow. Well, no, but, I mean, they just didn't They didn't do it right. I mean, it should have been, yeah. you know, maybe she starts thinking darker. You know, maybe she really, instead it was just like mopey, I can't believe I did this, I'm an awful person. They went the wrong way. They needed to make her, give her that edge. That's what charming is missing. There's no edge. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Bulletin, 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 everybody. I just got an Uh offer. I just got an offer to get Google Glass. To do what? Cool. To buy Google Glass. What is that? Google just emailed me and asked me if I wanted to buy Google Glass as a mover and shaker. That's cool, but what is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, my gosh. Considering your eyeglasses. I don't know what it is. Google Glass, um, it is, um, it is, wow, Google Glass, how do I do this? Um, (laughs) How do I explain what Google Glass is? It's the eyeglasses, but there's a computer screen in the corner of the eyeglasses, so you can, like, control it. You can push the lab just, like, wearing glasses. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it's really cool. Um, I met a I met like ten thousand dollars. I don't know. I'm gonna look because this is a really cool but, thing that I've just been. Um, that's amazing. Uh, Very. Yeah, they're only offering them to certain people. Like it, but right now, only a small pool is allowed to buy them. But it, they are like ten thousand dollars if you. Wow. Do get so hang on, hang on. That's Follow cool. the steps below. Oh my gosh, they are expensive. How much? Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars. Holy moly! Fifteen hundred. Well, they've come down. That's that's much better. You get Glass Explorer Edition, a twist-on shade, a mono earbud, a pouch, and a cable and charger. Wow! Fifteen hundred dollars. Yikes! That's too bad. They're really cool. Um, Fifteen hundred is cheaper than what they were selling them for. Yeah, they were much more expensive. Yeah. Okay. So I just I just wanted to let everybody know that That's I got cool. invited to get Google Glass, um, which I would buy if they weren't fifteen hundred dollars, or if they said, well, you yeah, know, we think do. you're such a cool person, we want to give them to you to try out. <laughs> oh, they're not giving them away. You have to pay. But if anyone listening to the podcast has three thousand dollars and wants to buy, with to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So anyone who wants me to try them out. And wa- maybe I should do, like, a Kickstarter or something like that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Do you have a, a timeline we have to accept the offer? Um, let's see. My timeline to accept the offer is... Uh, In five minutes. No, just kidding. <laughs> my, my offer, let's see. Hang on. Um, oh, let's see what happened here. Um, well, I just my, okay. no, I didn't get oh, it's all, oh, purchase code expires in seven days. Oh, okay. So Ooh, I have, that's too, too, not enough time for a Kickstarter. Yeah. Huh? Well, you know, it's, it's a cool thing, but it's a little out of my price range right now. So uh, eBay it off, Barbara, put it on eBay, make somebody pay you double for them. Oh, there so, you go. I bet they would. And I then keep you. the commission. Oh, yeah, they would, because only certain because people can buy them. It might be illegal they, and against Google's rules, but I'm just it saying. It probably would be against Google's rules because they don't, I mean, these are really super limited. They do not invite right. a lot of people to buy them. And, mm-hmm. um, but I just, yeah, if someone wants to give me a late Hanukkah present. 
<laughs> Everybody can chew. You get me Google glasses. Um, but anyway, well, it's a good idea, but $1,500 is nothing I can afford. So not quite. Um, anyway, so where were we? We're talking about next week's episode. So where is everything going to be left? Where do you guys think? What do you think is going to happen at the end of next episode? Where is everyone uh, let's, let's go through all the characters and let's find out let's okay. see where everyone is. Uh, assuming that not everybody is like unconscious. <laughs> Hopefully they're not unconscious. What do you think? It could be. Or dead. They're all dead. Or, well, they could. They no, could I, all be dead or pseudo dead. They could well, all be. You know what they'll do? They'll, it'll be a sleep potion again. Sleep thing. All fall asleep <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the street. They'll all look like Didn't you know. They say that this, this episode will tie up this plot and then kind of tease into the next. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know that because the interviews that I've done have all, you so, know, suggested So it's exactly not going to be a huge cliffhanger to leave this plot unresolved. Yeah. No, no, no. This plot will be done. They will mm-hmm. be done. Um, this is going to completely end, end Peter Pan. That's what I yeah. think. I mean, I think. Oh, it yeah, will. I think this is it for Peter Pan for sure. It, and yeah, they're going to they're gonna, gonna tell another story um, in the mid-season of a the March show. It's going to be different. That was the whole point. That was actually yeah. one of the, um, one of the, when, when I spoke with David, not when he was on the show, but when I did the interview with him, yeah. um, one of the things he said was what is good about doing it this way is it allows us to tell a story and be done with it. Exactly. And, and, you know, and the other thing, I mean, like, yeah, Lydian in the uh, chat box is like, you know, yeah, I mean, Hook and Emma and Henry are supposed to go to New York in episode 12. So, right. you know, they all survive. But, uh, I mean, ultimately, I think it's going to end up being going to try to kill Rumpel, but Rumpel's going to kill Pan probably at the I end of it so. all. Yeah. And, and I, I, think I, think. I think I think the curse is going to come over in a blanket, and they're just going to go pass out. I don't think they're going to end up dead or anything. Maybe that's how they'll end it. With, well, with, Angela with, says there are picks from EF and SB. What is What are EF and SB? Yeah, what is that? I don't EF know what that F- is. Explain, Angela. Angela, what do you mean? What are e- Oh, the Enchanted oh, Enchanted Enchanted <laughs> story. Storybook. Okay. And storybook. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think Rumpel's gonna end up killing. I, I am. I'm. I think Rumpel's gonna end up killing Pan. I think yeah. that mm-hmm. for his for his for his story to come full circle, um, it has to be that way. He has to be the one. This is his hero story. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, this is his journey. And, um, you know, Pan is responsible for a lot of his misery, all of his, in fact, I think he's responsible for all of his misery. And um, Mm -hmm. so I think that he's going to, he's going to have to be the one to metaphorically pull the trigger. Um, Although it would be cool if Bell did it for him to save him. Oh, that would be cool. That would be very cool. I would like to see her save his life. That I mean, time does not shy away from letting the woman step up and be strong. No, no. But I still think this needs to be Rumble's journey. It will be Rumble. I'm just saying that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it would be really cool. Um, 
So I think, let's see, what about Regina? We haven't talked about Regina. Regina you know what I, you know what was really, you know, I really felt so bad for her in last night's episode. I did too. She's standing there off of the ship and nobody's coming to talk to her. And I felt so bad. Although I did. But Snow spoke up for her, which is something that would have never happened until now. True. True. I mean, she started to follow the main characters, even if she hasn't got to the townspeople in general. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she's my favorite she character. Was... I mean, I love, I love Rumpel, but Regina has become my favorite. Um, really? Know... Yeah. Well, you know, she's she is um, she is so um, so isolated, you know, and lonely, and so hungry for love. Yeah. Hungry for love, the name of my book. Um, no. Um, she, but not for zombies. The book is about zombies. Yeah. Um, but she's really, she's so insecure. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so. Um, and that's why it was so easy for Pan to fool her. That's, exactly. I mean, she had the weakness and he exploited it. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think that that's. Um, it makes her character, it hu- really humanizes her character in a way that nothing else has humanized her so far. Mm-hmm. That she she wants so much for Henry to love her that... Like last, yeah, like last night, she was like, I just wanted it to be true that he wanted to come with me, you know? I mean, you felt right. so bad for her because she really... Right. Well, and, and then she went to realize... go too far with Emma saying, trying to tell her that, and Regina backlashing like, no, you're just jealous. And I thought they were going to make that a big schism, and thankfully they didn't. I really like that they did it without overdoing it. Yeah, they did a, I think that was one of the things they did a really nice job with last night. Yeah, I agree. They did a really nice job with Regina this past year and a half, really. I, I agree. For I the agree. Most part. She's, she's a terrific uh, character. Um, she and Rumpel are, I think, the two strongest characters and certainly the two strongest actors, although Robbie Kay is up there, too, as far as, I love know, Robbie Kay as Peter Pan. I did so not wonderful. really think he was a good Henry. No. Well, you know no, what? No. I... Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's hard to uh, to do that, you know? It's well, not everybody. Well, of Pan's mannerisms, which bothered me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it was uh, difficult, but he still was doing, you know, a little bit of pan in there. Yeah, and I think that's it from his inexperience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always hard because you're acting somebody, you're already acting, right? You're acting, but you're acting, acting someone else. And it's mm-hmm. really, that's a really hard thing to do. And I don't think Henry did any better job of acting pan. No, no, not at all. So, Not um, at all. yeah. But and I think just created such a wonderful pan that I guess oh, I, uh, I was more surprised that he didn't pull off the Henry than I was that Jared Gilmore didn't pull off the pan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Kay is a great young actor. Yeah, um, Lydian mm-hmm. says if you watch um, uh, season four of Tell Me What That what what you're what you're talking about BTVS um episode this year's girl and who are you 
um, you see people really doing Buffy? a really good job. Hmm? Buffy? Oh, okay. right. Buffy. Yes, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, thank you. I, my my acronyms are, when I'm trying to concentrate on the show, my acronym <laughs> ability sort of turns <laughs> off, and I become I much you. denser because <laughs> I'm concentrating on 18 different things at one time, um, which is unusual because I'm usually concentrating on 25 things at a time. Um, <laughs> I feel your pain. I know yeah. what that is. It's like, ah. Um, so... Yeah, and also I think on Stargate Universe they did a really good job when um, they used the, the uh, communication stones and they actually had to be someone else playing someone else. And Ming-Na did a great job especially of um, playing different characters um, uh, that she was playing. It, it, like playing within playing within playing um it's a real talent and not everyone can do it um believably and uh so i don't i don't i'm not too upset with robbie k because he's a young guy and you know i think it's just the inexperience um and the completely different cultures they that he and um jared gilmore come from so i guess i'll chalk that up to that um So, so what do you think, Hook and Emma or Neil? No, Bane and Emma are Endgame, for sure. Yeah, I think they've got to spend some time with Hook and Emma now so that they can end up with Neil and Emma later. Yeah, yeah but, 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 but Hook is backing off, he says. Uh, he said he's backing off, but look at the thing he pulled with Pink, trying to make Emma jealous. He's not really backing off. No, he's I don't too think, much of a I don't think he's going to be an aggressive off. jerk about it, like Allah when he stole Mila from Rumple. But I think That's if Emma true. comes to him, he's not going to turn her away. Well, well, he knows that she's not, she'll never, you know, she'll never even consider him if he was like that. I mean, that's the thing. And you know, I, I I disagree. I think she is considering him. You do? I don't know. I, I mean, do. What did I think about the I do because she she was affected by seeing him attempt. Yeah, but what about the exchange between Tink and Hook? Oh, my that gosh. Was, that was funny, like that. but I think it won't go any further than that. So that I was agree, hilarious. <laughs> I agree with Angela, who says that uh, Hook thinks Neil's going to blow it. I totally am there. I think that's absolutely right on the money. Uh-huh. So he's going to give Neil plenty of rope. And going to be really upset when he doesn't hang himself with it. I, I, still think. Th- no, I still think Neil and Emma will end up together, but based on a show like this, it's not going to happen now. Oh, yeah. Now. They have or to. if it does That's, happen now, it's going to fall apart. That is their happily ever after. But they have a long journey mm-hmm. before that can happen. Right. And so they got to give Hook a turn first, because everybody loves Hook. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people really, and I'm actually, he's kind of growing on me. I have to admit. <laughs> I have to admit, he's growing on me. I've, yeah, I've not, on. I've not quite forgiven him for uh, Mila, but um, yeah, but I yeah, you got to give him a little bit of props. He's a, he tried. He's, I have to say, yeah, he's he trying, trying. I mean, he's trying. The way, the way that they, you know. 
trying to redeem them. They just didn't. They're just. It just seems like everything is a quick fix. Like they're not really. I know. You know I know. I mean, and and I, you know, I'm, I'm going so there I'm with them. Yeah, I know. But you know, like I'm used to watching soap operas where you know they do take the time to actually think out. I mean, listen, it's not like we need them to take years for God's sake. They could have like. You know, had him go through some journey, maybe, you know, this half, but not be re- so redeemable until, like, the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? They just they Right. Really I mean, they're rushing. You know, they, they, they take the time to build a story, and they rush right. the conclusion. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, we're done with this. Let's move on to something else. They used to do that on House. They did that on House, particularly, they did it, they didn't do it as much in later seasons. But they did it in um, in um, yeah I know I know Kate I know I know I know um, uh, what was I say oh in House in in season three of House um, they had this entire arc where House was being investigated by the police um, there was a vindictive mm-hmm. cop was after him. And it was really, 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 I really thought it was well done. It went on a little bit too long. But I thought it was a really interesting exploration of House and his addiction and the pain and um, and the regulation of drugs for pain. And I thought it, it was really well done. And then he was on trial. There was a hearing. And he was put in jail and it was done. There was no, um, the payoff was too easy. It was almost like they said, okay, I want to be done with this. Yeah. And they just, they were. And they went on to something else. And I think that's something that, once upon a time, is guilty of a lot. And but once upon a time, it's more obvious because they live for the serial plots, whereas House had the procedural to fall back on and take attention away. Right. For casual viewers. Right. But although by the time season three rolled around, House was mm-hmm. not in any way a procedural anymore. You cannot watch, after season two, you cannot watch House this episode, then that episode. You, you have to watch it in order. Or you'll be lost. Well, there's um, still some episodes you can pull out and watch by themselves. Yeah, but, there, yeah, there were some standalones, but, but not in season three. and so, uh, Not mm. in season three and not in season four during the, um, you know, during the when he was picking new fellows. And absolutely mm. not in seasons five and six and seven. That so was you, like my favorite part of House when they got into the bigger arcs. Yeah. And they would do these big, long arcs, and they would tie them up, but they would take their time with them, and they would never rush the ending. And there would always be an enormously satisfying payoff, most of the time, most of the time. As we got later and later, mm, not so much. But, um, so, but, but I think on Once Upon a Time, they really they do these arcs, and they build things up, and they introduce things that are really interesting. And then either A, they don't do anything with them, or B, they resolve them with something that's really so simple and untextured that it's it's like, okay, why did they waste that? That was such a really cool thing. 
and then they wasted it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, and I, I'm, I hope I'm not being too hard on the show, but because I really want it to be good. Um, and their numbers are down. You know, their numbers are still mm-hmm. down, and they keep going down. Um, even if you account for they were up the, a little bit last night, weren't they? Were they up last night? I didn't look at the numbers last night. Yeah, last they were up a little bit last night. Okay. Okay. Um, when he was engaged to Tamara and he would, oh, we're, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, you know, there are people who are hookers and there are people who are um, mealers or bail firers. <laughs> Um, and I think that the never the twain shall meet. Um, yeah, I think I think Neil has his problems, and I think. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, like how much you know, because we don't really know a lot about what he's been up to lately, or you know what I mean. So there's a lot of backstory they can still, you know, tell. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just, you know, I just wanted to break in and just mention Sleepy Hollow just ended for the East Coast. And apparently, if you're a Kikabi fan, you're going to like it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Does she, does she and the, do Gabby and the and the captain um, get together? She's, well, I don't know yet. But, I mean, people are like, they're like, oh, they were holding hands. And so then they're going that route eventually. Okay. I, think I, I like that. I, like I know, that. me too. I mean, that's fine, you know. I mean, I'm happy for for that to last, you know, to, you know. But anyway, yeah, I'm just like, ah. Anyway, I mean, it needs to be a slow build anyway. I mean, there's so much going on. But apparently there were witches this week. So uh, I'll know in Ooh, a couple of hours. witches this week. Yeah, witches. I think it's the dark coven. Because remember how, how there was the dark coven and the light and the good coven, whatever, the one that Katrina belonged to was on the good side. And there was this dark coven that they were kind of battling against that ha- that wants to bring about the that's working for Moloch and all this and and I think that that it has something to do with um, uh, Crane's baby and and everything that happened last during the last Ooh, episode okay. that we saw. So yeah, if you haven't seen Sanctuary, maybe watch it. And uh, anyway, it was so good. Anyway, I'm oh, do you know? Do you know what I watched the other night? What? Um, Amer- is it American Horror Story? Is Don't that- you love it? Oh, that show is so good. It is so no freaking good. I sort of jumped in randomly. I mean, it's an anthology show, so I think you can sort of oh, in my yeah. watch. You have to start at the beginning of the season. Oh, my but God. But you can watch each season separately. So I watched. Yeah, you have to watch. I- okay. So I, I, I'm watching Coven. So I, sta- I started, it was like episode three. So I should go back okay. and watch episode oh. one two. Oh yeah. Okay. You need. You, yeah, 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 I mean, the, you, yeah. The anthology is by season, not by episode. So you can watch. Yeah, watch, start at the beginning of Coven. Okay. Yeah, it's so. Oh my God. Well, yeah, and I mean, well, I don't know if you want me to tell you. Coven's been fantastic. Isn't it? Really I mean, and, Angela Bissett. Let me tell you, that girl. Yeah. That woman is so scary. She's the voodoo priestess, you know, and she's. Yes, she is. She is I saw that. Oh my yeah. God. Got what a great cast. What a great! It's it got really a great. The first, the, so the first season is stellar, and the second season was good, but not as good it as the first. But Coven, no, the first uh, Asylum's good, uh, still worth watching, but it's not 
not as it good was, as the first one or, or Coven. No. Coven has been knocking it out of the park. Oh, it's like, and actually, they said, if I remember correctly, the ratings are like way, way higher than they were even for season one. And much hmm. higher. And than I'm hearing season. Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett are being wooed for season four. Oh, wow. Oh, man, ten. I can't wait. Well, yeah, there, well, yep. I mean, I know. What's her name? Yeah, cuts her head off, and then, oh, it's going to be good. Yeah, Kathy Bates loses her head, but then she comes back with a vengeance as far as, like, yeah, it's really good. It's good oh, people. yeah, that was the episode. Whoa, 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 that was the episode I saw. Yeah. Where she loses it's, her head. Yeah, she loses her mm-hmm. head. Well, well, well. What <laughs> literally. Happened? Literally. And, and I mean, like, it was so creepy. <laughs> it was just like, oh, my God. I kind of saw that coming, though. I mean, remember the man, the matador. That was creepy. The man mm-hmm. towards the beginning of the, with the, oh, that was freaking me out, man. When she put the, the bull head over <laughs> that poor guy, I was like, no. But, uh, but no, and I guess uh, they're going to, she comes, she does get her head back, you know, she gets back attached, I guess. And, um, and I, I think, um, I think she comes back with a vengeance. She's got all kinds of like, you know, revengey stuff that she's going, yep. that is going to befall the coven. What do you think of, of There's uh, one thing about Coven that's bothering me just a little bit, even though I love it to death, is that no one is dying in Coven. The first two seasons, you lost characters. You lost main characters. But in Coven, right. they keep killing main characters, and then they're back the next week. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Well, Kyle. Ky- what, Except how I love, I, well, Ky- not just Kyle. I mean, there's been like four or five. No. But I love the cast so much, I forgive it because yeah. I don't yeah. want to lose so anybody. It's definitely, it's definitely worth watching. So, so maybe we'll uh, we'll tune into it. Yeah, um, totally. You should because it's so. That is one of the very few shows I keep up with week to week. So yeah. that ought to give it, tell you something. So I saw. So we saw the movie. We saw the movie Pacific Rim over the weekend too. Finally. Oh, how that. I haven't seen that You know, either. I didn't like it. It was really it was really simplistic. It was really? not, in my opinion, great science fiction. It was well, you know, it was basically an updated Godzilla meets the Transformers. Oh see. Yeah. I don't, that's a it bummer. was Godzilla meets Transformers. I mean that's, that's really a bummer. it was a bummer. I'm glad I didn't see it in the movie theater. Well, I'm glad now. I won't bother watching it. <laughs> it was boring. Elysium is coming on uh, Voodoo, so um, oh, for rental. Really? So yeah, oh, I'm really excited. Like, well, you're speaking of sci-fi. Did you hear the news about Terminator? No. no what's the news about Terminator? Well, they're making the fifth movie, you know, which is a sequel yeah. to the, the last movie, but they're also making a television show in conjunction. And what it's going to do is take one major event, and they're going to be two different timelines, the movie and the TV show. So, That's like, there'll be this cool. one choice, and then one, one, the movie, they'll go one way, and the TV show, they'll go the other way from the same point in time. Oh, mm. that's going to be interesting. I wonder how they're going to... I mean, I, I like the Terminator movies, but if you've ever watched Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which sadly got canceled after two seasons and ended on a big old cliffhanger... It's a mm-hmm. really, really good show. It's not an action show. It's, it's a two-season allegory of The Wizard of Oz. It's really oh, neat. Hmm. interesting. No, I never did watch the, the, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, but I never did It was watch kind them. of slow-moving, but it was really, really good. Huh. I'll have to check it out. Well, they do and of it course, right, really marketed. 
recently, you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting. And, of course, I'm really excited about Downton Abbey starting again. Oh, yeah. Oh, so if you haven't, okay, I gotta you have, watch it. I haven't. You, seen you know, it it's yet. coming back on the air January fifth, so you have to catch up okay. by then. Um, okay. I did my, I did my marathon. in Britain, so if you watch Either the British off. version, you ought to be able to get it somehow. Yeah, um, you should be able to get the British version somehow. You can, you know, you can get it on Netflix, um, can't I? No, 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 not the not the fourth season. Oh, you can oh. get, um, you can get. Uh, the first three seasons. The fourth season hasn't okay. aired here yet, and it's just airing now in the UK. Um, you can oh, get you it know if you you know I how can you can get it. Get it? You can you can you can get season four, uh, or as they say, their series four. Um, if you <laughs> on PBS, if you make uh-huh. a donation on PBS, they'll send it like after the first episode airs, they'll send you the entire season. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, cool. Absolutely. So if you go on your your local PBS station um, and do one of the, like, telethon things or go go on their website, you can get um, the premium. It's a premium. It's not an inexpensive one, but uh, it seems like it's pretty worth it. Um, I mean, it's not like $500 or anything like that. It's not. And it certainly isn't $1,500, which is what Google Glasses will cost. I know. I wonder if if Technorati will pay. No, um, they won't. They don't pay for anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, doesn't Technorati want its blog critics, executive editor walking around with Google Glasses? That would be Oh, I would love a Google Glass, but I could, yeah, that price is just. It's a uh, wait for the fourth generation when it's four hundred. I just feel like honored they asked me. Mm-hmm. That was like so oh. cool. I have. Did a, oh, you I have apply? A Did you fill out the oh. application to to get the offer? No, I hmm. actually didn't. I, they just sent them to me. Sent it to me. I don't know why. Um, as cool. a move and a shaker, I guess. Because um, you're worthy. You're worthy. <laughs> We're not yeah, worthy. Yeah, I suppose with so many listeners. So, you um, not <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So if somebody wants to, oh, well, if somebody wants to buy my purchase code from me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I looked on eBay when we were chatting, and there's a lot of purchase codes for sale on eBay. Oh, it says here not really? interested. We, oh, whoa, whoa, it says not interested, question mark. We would love to know why. Oh. But if you do like that, then you may have to not, or they, they may not let you sell your purchase code if you want to sell it. That's like true. They may revoke I, the purchase code if you respond. That's true. But I'm going to respond and say, I can't really afford them. I want to review them. I'm the executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine, which is owned by Technorati Media. <laughs> Can you get? Can you give them to me, or or just lend me a pair, <laughs> so I can test? Let me a pair. You should mention your podcast and how many listeners you get as well. I yeah, go. I should, I should. Mm-hmm. Totally. I have, yeah, yeah. I'm averaging more than a thousand listens a week, and you know when I have special guests, I David Goodman. Cool. I, as I said, I've had like ten ten thousand people listen to that podcast. Well, um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, so, okay. So what else do we want to talk about in the last 18 minutes of the show? Um, oh, my God. So um, revolution. What else revolution. Going on? Let's talk about revolution, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, well, well Jimmy, did you guys oh, I haven't watched it. Now would be a good time to go to bed, I guess. 
Oh, you haven't watched it? Ha. Well, well, uh, I'm only one thing. episode behind. Oh, no, wait, I okay. did watch it. It was the mid-season finale, right? Yeah, the mid-season finale with Aaron. Like three weeks and ago. The, yeah, with Aaron. Yeah, I totally and, watched that. Okay, what did you think about it? Because I'm just like, this creepy little kid comes out of nowhere. <laughs> See, that, was, that was weeks ago. I completely forgot that we already watched it. Yeah, um, it? yeah. yeah. Yeah, that creepy thoughts? little kid means Aaron <laughs> should have some really good plot in the second half. Don't you yeah. Think? Now, when does I it come like, back? Do you guys I love know? Aaron. So. You, oh, I love I Aaron. Comes, I think he's great. It comes back January 14th, I want to say. Is that right? Okay. Well, that's cool. That's, that's quicker mm. than last year. <laughs> uh, it's hey, a much, on, so much better show better. this year than it was last year. So oh, much my better. God. It was so oh, much yeah. better. Yeah, I agree. So, and can I... I really want to see Charlie and uh, Monroe get together. Cause oh, I yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. We I, think it's gonna happen. I think it's going to happen. He has, saved, he has saved her how many times now? Because he saved her life mm-hmm. again. In the, from, he, she it's going to be super it. creepy, but it's going to happen. You, you think? You think it's going to be creepy? I don't yeah, think I think it's creepy. creepy. I don't think He's totally in love with her mother. No, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I don't think, I think he is now. Like, I think he was. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, I like Monroe. Oh, God. I, I, I can't imagine, like, loving, like, being in love with my mother-in-law and then going for my life. I mean, that's just <laughs> well, really that's me. True. Well, I don't think it'll be anything, like, permanent. They'll have to go through mm. their little tryst. But I, I, I like them. Well, I'm, I'm liking that they redeemed Monroe. They needed to do that. And, well, he's, uh, not and I lo- he's on the path. He's on the path. I mean, seriously. I mean, right. he, he at least. I mean, he he could have left them. I mean, he returned. You know, he was going to leave them to fend off the fend off the patriots, whatever, when they were going after Aaron and everybody. And oh, what do you see those miles and the infection and like what the hell was he thinking? Yeah, his, his arm, oh, no. I was like, okay, there's macho and then there's stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I know he's, he's not the brightest. Crazy. He's not the brightest rock. <laughs> he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> he's macho man. He is a ma- you know, macho. You know, he is macho. macho. I usually am not going for the macho guys, but he's really, especially yummy. Um, <laughs> it was sad because Aaron, because Michelle I'm died. So I think, no, but you know, I mean, well, I, I mean, with that premise and that cast. There was so much wasted potential in season one. And it's, oh, yeah, it's, I agree. It's well, very refreshing to see them fixing the mistakes. I well, and really they brought did not in, expect it to improve. And they brought in Rockney S. O'Bannon to produce the show, to, to run the show, mm-hmm. which was great. Um, I, I mean, when I spoke to Eric Kripke over the summer, um, he said, you know, he admitted, he said, look, um, we screwed up. You know, we had something really – and he literally said exactly what you just said, Jimmy – he said, we had something really, really good, and we just didn't know what it was that we had. Right. And, um, you know, they're basically, they did a do-over this year, and they did over really, really well. Well, they were lucky because, see, Eric Kripke, of course, you know, he's the one that created Supernatural. So I think right. that NBC gave them a little bit more leeway. I mean, if it would have been anybody else putting on this show, it would have been canceled. I guarantee you that. Um, yeah, so if it makes it the season, if it makes it the season three after this year, and it does deserve it, they'll get at least five seasons. 
you know, like oh, they can make yeah. this year work. They'll be on for a while. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And you know, I mean, I mean, I'm. I mean, I've been watching. Like I said, Supernatural was great too. Oh my God, did you guys watch that? No. The finale not. of that, they killed Kevin. They killed Kevin. Ooh. I can't believe it. They killed Kevin. Cass got his his uh, his grace back. He stole it from somebody else. He and, stole uh, it. Sam, yeah, he stole it from an angel that had him tied up. I mean, they were trying to uh, they were going to kill Cass, and then he turned the tables and he took his grace. So he's got his mojo back. But Sam has been completely taken over by this angel that that you know supposedly was was helping to heal Sam. Well, turns out he was. He was in uh, prison, basically, Angel Prison, and, and when the angels fell... There's he, an Angel he, Prison? Yeah, there's an Isn't Angel Prison. Isn't that just hell? No, I don't think so. I think it was sort of like purgatory or something. I don't know, but... Oh, uh, so, so they don't get cast out for the first offense. No, I guess not. <laughs> and Metatron <laughs> came back. Metatron Did came back. Did they return Yeah, and Metatron... It's Metatron now in the... And the they want to rebuild heaven, and they're going to be ultimate rulers, and that's how it ended. So you have, you know, the last scene was Dean sees Kevin dead, his eyes burnt out and everything, because Sam killed him. And then you see Cass, he's on his way back to get a hold of Dean. He's got his mojo back, but that's how it ended. I was like, oh, my God, what are they doing to my supernatural guys? Come on, man, come on. <laughs> I was like, I was, uh, I was pumps for the Walking Dead finale that last that last week. How's that go? It was so good. Oh my, oh god. my god. It was everything I, you wanted in a showdown. Totally. You know what I the people I really think that primetime shows, especially the sci fi shows, they really need to like look to, I mean, the people that are that are producing the Walking Dead far and away, just such an exciting show. I mean, if you want to know how to do a show right, you look to that show, because I'm telling you. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I didn't come in and tell the, the, tell the, just, what, we're in, what, season five? I came in, I, I just, three. I just started, three. we're in season three. No, four. Season three or four. season four. Sorry. Yeah, I watched the first three <laughs> seasons, what happened was, I, I didn't even, I hadn't watched it, my brothers kept bothering me, you gotta watch it, I can't believe you're not watching it, you're not watching it, and I'm like, ah, I sat and I watched it. I was hooked from immediately, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. I mean, if you aren't watching it, what's wrong with you is what I have to say. Mm. Well, it is I don't know so good. I don't know who's not watching it because it's getting the NFL in the demos. It's, like, yeah. the most watched show on television right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's it's going, like, gangbusters. Of course I have to be. It to be, but it's such an unlikely show to have that happen with. It is. Is that the thing? It's a genre-type show. I mean, you have to. The thing is with it, though, is that I don't think you have to necessarily like sci-fi or horror or whatever. It's just it's no. written really well. The characters, you absolutely just attack, you know, you you glob onto them. I mean, of course, Andrew Jackson, hello. But I'm just saying. <laughs> um, well, but, uh, I hate zombies. It's not about zombies. It's about people. It's about morality. Yeah. And right. I think and that's why it connects. You know, I mean, the zombie, the zombie genre is usually mm-hmm. has always been used as social commentary. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, that that's really it's it's always about the zombification of us. Uh, oh, hold what? on one second. Becky, who's in the chat room, is the one that asked about fan fiction 
And I actually mm. answered your question, Becky. I'll Should I answer it again? again? Hang on. I'm yeah, so, again. <laughs> so, so, Becky, so here's the thing that I said about fan fiction. If you want to write a fanfic about Once Upon a Time, this is where I would start. So we know Rumpel was – so sorry for the repeat, guys, um, because I know <laughs> Becky was the one who asked the question. So now that she's here, I have to answer. So um, here's the thing. So, so Rumpel was in this Pandora's box. We know it has to affect him, right? It's like, right, because he's like pretty introspective character, and and he's got to have taken in a lot of stuff. I wonder if he's having like really bad nightmares about his time in the box. And I would love to see a fan fiction that explores um, Rumpel's dreamscape as he relives the horror of his time in the Pandora's box. And you can go to fanfiction.com, right? That's still there. Or oh, fanfiction.net. 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 And you can post all your stories there. I have yep. some there from when I was writing. I yep. wrote a whole bunch I've of got, uh, I've got, um I've got uh, fanfiction from the X-Files, from House, uh, a work in progress from Stargate Universe that I probably will never finish. So, um, but I, I wrote about 30 something stories about house and about 15 X-Files stories and a half story about, uh, uh, Nicholas Rush and his relationship with, um, with, uh, Amanda Perry. So speaking of half stories, I know I've got (laughs) people, Ethan and Christina fans from GH, it's been like over a year. I'm like. I, I never did finish. I had part three. I was writing a story. They keep like, when are you finishing that? Well, let me see when I have time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now my writing, my writing right now is, is almost all stuff that I hope to see it published um, someday. And uh, yeah. so hopefully by the next Maybe. show, I will have uh, yeah. news. I will have news about one of the three projects that I have That's right now cool. out there being shopped. And uh, so that'd be cool because I have this meeting tomorrow. Very. Jimmy, you didn't hear. I have a meeting with a publisher tomorrow. So Yeah, I heard. That's like oh, you did hear? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you were talking about it when I got in, came in. Oh, by the time you got in. Okay. So um, I was going to say, oh, so um, somebody said something about Hannibal. Oh, it is, uh, Katie said um, that she's not a big sci-fi horror fan, but she fell in love with Hannibal, which is great. And again, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I um, that. Hopefully we'll come back. I've heard, I've heard, I mean, I, I know for sure it'll be after the Olympics. That I have oh, yeah. from a, an unaf- un- un- a, a source that I have at, um, NBC, who basically said to me, please don't source me. So, um, I don't know why. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Well, no, I haven't, sor- I haven't sourced the person because I haven't said right. whether it's even a male or female or what capacity that person right. is well, involved right, in NBC. You can't. I, I, I can't. I was going to say, I just assumed it wasn't coming back before any time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there had been, you know, year, there like had May been. And June. Yeah, there had been, you know, beginning of beginning of 2014, over the winter, blah, blah, blah. 
now I'm hearing maybe April. So I don't. Uh, if, if when I when I, good, hear, so I can't imagine they're going to rush it on. I'm sorry. So the ratings weren't real strong, so I can't imagine they're going to rush it on. Yeah, I I don't think so. Um, but it, they're already filming. I mean, they're they've already filmed mm-hmm. I think a bunch of episodes. So um, they'll bring it back um, once it does. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. I mean, really, I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm going to really try. Yeah, Blacklist got renewed. Uh, for Yay! 22 I love so that's Blacklist. really good. Um, oh, I think. That- I think that Redding is Reddington is her father. He they ended the oh, yeah. the when the mid season was oh no I'm not but come on yeah I mean, like yeah, yeah and you know it was good but and I don't know hostages is good but I don't know that it's going to survive ratings haven't been that great no, hostages is done hostages yeah, will not get a second season it has not yeah it has not been renewed. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that it was going to be. I, I don't know how they would keep it up for so long. It's the thing, and the way it's a little convoluted. I mean, I've been watching it because I love I love Dylan McDermott. I mean, I've watched mm-hmm. pretty much everything he's done since he was in uh, what was that movie way back when with Julia Roberts? He was in Steel Magnolias. He was her her husband. Oh, I've followed his career ever since then. I know. I love the practice, you know, and I loved him in. Oh, in yeah. uh Season one, of course, of American Horror Story. He was in that and was amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I mean, he's always good. It's just they just are a little convoluted. You know, we, it just I don't know. It was just too much, and I just don't think they executed it right, really. So mm-hmm. so um, sorry, Becky was asking about uh, ratings for um, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and oh, they started good. out getting a second season. I haven't been watching it. Yeah. You. Well, they weren't. Lost, they weren't planning on. But as far as I know, they weren't planning on doing a second season of Wonderland. Perhaps well, originally Dracula. they were just going to do thirteen episodes in total, and then yeah. the when they they thought it had promise, so they extended it to what twenty two episodes or whatever. So it'll yeah. be a full season. But the well, ratings start, have not been good, so it's not. Yeah. Going to go season it, one. it started out at about five point eight five point eight million. And it's gone steadily down, and the ratings for Bad Blood, 3.2. It was 3.2 million. Yeah. But doesn't it seem like the networks are being nicer this year and letting shows finish out one season and tell a complete story instead of just yanking them after three or four episodes? Yeah, I I think they're letting them play out. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they're not going to renew it, they're at least letting the first season go. Right. Been watching Dracula. You know, I'm a little disappointed just in the fact that it's just not it's not creepy enough for me. I mean, basically, he's trying to take down the 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 uh, I guess what you would what I would consider the syndicate people in control in England and 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 so he's doing that trying to sort of like his own little revengey plan, you know, week by week. But in but the other uh flip side of that is that it, it, he's sort of doing the dark shadow bit where, you know, he wants to be human or be able to walk in the light. So this last episode uh on Friday was yeah, he they nuked him up. I don't know, they got him able they the uh the syndicate people, whatever, they had their business meeting in the daytime trying to flesh him out and he was able to stay in the sunlight for I don't know, a very short period of time, but by the time he left the meeting, he started burning, and then, then he ended up killing this woman and, you know, and back to basics. So 
I don't know. And and you know, Nina, the the girlfriend, the the woman that he loves, that he's in love with, you know, she was oh yeah, the best friend of course is in love with her. So and then she kicked her out. Obviously, Nina's like, what the hell's wrong with you? You know. And then and and you know, drag whatever uh, Miss Grayson is after Nina. So I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it should be a little darker. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the problem with a lot of stuff. Um, I like dark shows. What can I say? Yeah. You know, we're all, we're, we are well, almost out of time. This is the era of dark shows. <clears throat> Sorry. Yes, it is. We are almost out of time, and I'm almost out of voice. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, everybody uh, listen to Sleepy Hollow Addicts tomorrow. We yep, yep, show. for sure. Um, and yeah. also, um, we have a very special show the 23rd, um, I'm going to have the curator for the Museum of um, Broadcast Communications join me, and you guys can be in on it, too. And we're going to talk That's about cool. the history of science fiction television. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. So, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Um, and then cool. also, in the future, I will be having Dean Hagland on. No date certain Yay. yet, but probably sometime in January. So. Looking forward to that. Definitely. And uh, I want to, uh, everybody stay warm. How is the weather down there in Ohio? Cold, like 20s. Yeah, it's really cold here. It snowed yesterday, and my husband's car started snowing. It was just, like, miserable. It's really cold. Um, Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight, as you can tell. <clears throat> My voice is getting gravelier and gravelier. You sound like I did a few weeks ago. What's up? I know, that? well, not not <laughs> quite. And I'm actually, I think I'm going to start watching um, the British version of The Office. I never ever saw it, and oh, I think that's that good. Way. I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch good. it. Enjoy. Thank you. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, and we'll Bye. see you next week. All right. Have a good one. You too, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye, Jamie.